What is going on, Tecmo team? It is Thursday, and you know what that means. We are talking sneaky starts for you. Bye weeks are a thing. Injuries are a thing. We're here to hopefully rescue you from obscurity and not knowing who to start. We got Ben. We got Tyler with us today again. Thanks, guys, for being here. Ben, how the heck are you today? Doing great. Feeling fantastic. It's a marvelous day here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Surprisingly sunny and beautiful, uh, as it's been for the last week or so, which is great. How are you, T? Yo, I'm excited. Uh, I think we actually have a good matchup uh, tonight. Um, I think it's a get-right game for both Brady and Lamar. Uh, I'm going to say I don't know what the over-under is, but I'm going to smash the over here because uh, I think we're going to have some some points. Y'all, I got to say, Tom Brady needs to retire and go get right with Giselle. It's done, bro. Just just give it up. (laughs) It ain't worth it. It's like go home, fix your stuff. Like football can't be this important, right? Like, come on, dude. Like you're you're like an old man. Like it it's not happening. You look so sad. He just looks sad all the time, right? Like, and you know, I'll I'll tell a funny story. So, like Matt Ryan recently, obviously we know, just got benched by the Colts this week, uh, which makes me the saddest of pandas because I'm a huge Matt Ryan fan, and he's like 38. And Tom Brady's played for seven whole more years after him, won a bunch more Super Bowls. And I'm like, man, it's over. Like, just you're done. I don't know how you're playing so long, but like this, this can't be worth it to you, right? Um, I don't know if I smashed the over though. I feel like it's, it's gonna be another weird Thursday game. Like, can you can you possibly expect it to be a high scoring affair? I mean, the only reason last week was good was because Arizona scored like two pick sixes in like two minutes. So Smash the over, I guess, possibly. But this is a total gut call. When you're 45 and you have to play like four days later, like rough, man. And I know Brady's, you know, he's gonna be vindictive, Brady, because he just got beat by the Panthers, which was real awkward on Sunday. But like, can he? Like, I don't even know. But we're not here to talk uh Bucks versus Panthers. We are here to talk uh about our sneaky starts. So that's what we're doing. Um, last week looks like I was the benefit of, uh, having three out of four of my picks hit, uh, Daniel Jones, David Montgomery and Evan Ingram all ended up in the top 12 and or 24 of their respective positions. Uh, Deontay Johnson missed for me. Looks like Ben hit Alvin Kamara. Don't be scared of super Camario, uh, missed, missed on his quarterback, even though funnily enough, he kind of called the Bailey Zappi thing. So Good job, sort of, Ben. Uh, Bailey Zappi, what are your thoughts on him after watching him for three and a half quarters of football? Man, for two drives, I was super excited. He was on my rebuild team. And then for two quarters, I thought, oh, he went to Western Kentucky. <laughs> Playing those real hard college games. Otherwise, so the other two guys got hurt. Uh, so he only got Camara and Tyler nailed Davis Mills as a good pick for this week. Uh, missed on the other three and funny story i just traded for david mills because or davis mills good fun times uh because matt ryan is done so that's that's more sadness so let's just let's just go ahead and jump on i don't want to be sad about matt ryan uh anymore today even though i'll just keep it silently inside me uh let's just start with tyler who is your sneaky quarterback pick this week yeah, so Matt Ryan. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, Andy. I <laughs> too soon, it. Tyler. Too <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so my sneaky quarterback pick, and you'll notice a, a theme, um, but it's whoever's playing Oakland. And this week, Jameis Winston is my sneaky 
quarterback pick. Um, I'm assuming he's coming back and being healthy. If not, then it'll be Andy Dalton. You can just kind of uh, sub him right in. Uh, but I, I like the quarterback stream against the Oakland Ra- or Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. I was going to say, much like the city of Oakland, they are sad there are no more Oakland Raiders either. They're gone now. But So Saints quarterback is what Tyler is going with. Ben, jump on in here. Yeah, so for my quarterback, I am rolling with the one and only Kurt Cousins. Um, going with Kurt, even though, uh, and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he is playing on, is it? Is he playing on Monday night? Uh, let me just verify that for you. I'll also verify his name is Kirk as well. I, did I say Kurt? I meant you said to say Kurt. Kurt. Yeah. Captain, Captain Kurt. They're not a, oh, no. They're, I feel even better about this. I just missed the game first. He's playing at noon on Sunday, which is totally when you want Kirk Cousins to be playing. Um, and so you don't have to deal with primetime Kirk. But the number one reason I'm taking him is he throws the ball to Justin Jefferson a lot. And that just seems like a great way to have a great fantasy week. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins is always just like, he's always like fine for the most part. Like you're, you're, you get these random spurts of amazingness and then like you're, you're every once in a while, bad game, but mostly he's just, you know, never really all that disappointing. So I respect it. Uh, I'm going on the other side of Tyler's pick. So he's picking Saints quarterback. I am picking Derek Carr. Uh, makes me sad to do so. I don't think he's that good, but uh, in order to keep up with the Saints scoring offense under whatever quarterback they decide to pick, I think Derek Carr could have a pretty good game. Uh, Devonta Adams is still there and exists. Josh Jacobs is remarkably in the passing game for what you think about Josh Jacobs. So uh, Derek Carr should have a good game. I'm all for it. That could be a fun, uh, random, real good game. So Let's jump back to Tyler for our running backs. Yep, we're going back to Raheem, the dream moster. Um, He's got the Lions this week. Uh, Man, my man has a great next uh, few weeks of a schedule. I know this because I actually stash him on two leagues. And Raheem, uh, let the flame burn until it goes out. So line him up. And he might not qualify for this if he has a good week this week. Uh, because he's number 26 from what I saw in the year. Yeah, I feel like Raheem Mostert is just the guy you can't quit. Like, everyone's got that one dude that they just, like, will always bring back if they got a free spot. Just Raheem Mostert, you can't quit him. He's just, uh, he just for this for this year specifically, he's so good. Um, ben, we'll keep on, keep on the train going with you. Who's your running back sneaky start? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Tony Pollard, so... With Dak back, the Cowboys, uh, I do believe that that offense is going to start to get untracked. I know that the Bears defense has had some decent performances, but I think what Dallas does really well is run the ball right now. Pollard's starting to make an explosive play every single week. Uh, we've seen him hit a couple big home runs for touchdowns, and I think he's a great guy kind of outside the top 25 who can uh, crack into it. with If he scores a touchdown, it's almost a lot. Yeah, and I, I I don't disagree there with you. Uh, it was good to see Zeke get two scores last week, even though you know it wasn't overly efficient. But we do love to see some some Zeke still. Uh, I'll keep the train rolling. Uh, I'm going with Michael Carter from the Jets. Now I know Tyler, not a Jets fan, totally get that. I know James Robinson was just traded for to the Jets, 
Um, I don't think he's going to have a significant snap share after being there, being in the building for five days. Uh, so I think Michael Carter has one real good week where it's all the dump offs could probably see him have like seven to eight targets and just real, real dumb PPR scoring from Michael Carter. Uh, maybe he falls into the end zone, but uh, Michael Carter, I'm all aboard this week for him. Uh, Tyler, let's keep on going for your wide receiver. Yep. So my wide receiver this week is George Pickens. Uh, George Pickens. The reason I have him, um, I believe Darius Slay. He's he's the corner, the main main cornerback for the Eagles. Mm-hmm. I feel like he will be on Deontay Johnson duty, um, which means that George Pickens is great one on one. He positions his body really well. Makes some has has made some great uh, catches and has a rapport with. Uh, Kenny Pickett, man, George Pickens. I think this we're we're witnessing the coming out party of George Pickens, and this week I think he's uh, a good play. But wouldn't Darius Slay be on the wide receiver one for the Pittsburgh Steelers? And isn't that George Pickens already? Uh, we Looking may know that, but I don't know if that's how the NFL teams see that. That's fair. All I see on my Twitter feed is just George Pickens is the second coming of the greatest wide receiver in the history of the world. So I might need to curate my Twitter feed better. Uh, Um, Ben. I'm going to throw out a name for George Pickens, which is kind of putting it in the fantasy football way back machine for a guy who he reminds me of. I'm going Andre Johnson. Oh, that is a sort of way back machine. But Andre Johnson was a blast to watch. He was a blast to watch, and the the body types are somewhat similar, and just kind of the games, what I remember about Andre Johnson being a big guy who could go up and over people, wasn't the fastest dude in the league. George Pickens will never be that guy, but just really, really good at the point of attack, not afraid to go over the middle. Um, I that That's kind of who I'm sort of seeing um, as, as his future, is a guy he reminds me of a little bit, but anyway. You think Kenny Pickett can provide him enough support to get him to the Andre Johnson level? So if we remember, Andre Johnson played for some terrible Houston Texan teams. Like, did he, who, who did he have like pre, not Derek, but David Carr? Like, I don't Schaub? even remember. Was it Matt Schaub? It Schaub for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, a little Matt Schaub, but that was like at the end. Like, his best seasons were with like complete no-names. I mean, we're, we're going to find out real quick, but Ben, why don't you just tell us your wide receiver uh, sneaky start while I look this up? I'm going to go with my wide receiver sneaky start. You guys heard me talk about him a little bit earlier this year. Uh, it's been kind of interesting. The target share has been low the last couple of weeks. I think it bounces back up, um, as I do think the Patriots will go back probably to Mac Jones this week for the whole week. We'll see. Um, but I'm going Jacoby Myers. Going to get back out there. He's only seen six balls in the last two weeks. He's caught all six. When you go Jacoby's way, he's as reliable as can be. And I think that we'll see Jacoby Myers uh, get eight plus catches on the week. I'm calling my shot. So just on the Texans to answer the point, uh, David Carr was the first quarterback of the Texans in 2002. And then Matt Schaub was 2007 through 2013. Man, a lot of these guys are bad. (laughs) That's what I'm just saying. The fact that Andre Johnson was good, was absolutely stunning. It's like David Carr, Matt Schaub, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Case Keenum saw some play, Ryan Mallett, Brian Hoyer, the Brock Osweiler year. 
And I'm just saying the man was fantastic. Yeah, Put maybe. All pro seasons with Matt Schwab. Good grief. At one point, uh, the years he didn't get hurt went, you know, 16 game season still, right? So 1,508 TDs, 1,508 TDs. 1,208 TDs, 1,500 and only four TDs, and then 1,400 yards. I had one year in there in 2011 when he got hurt, but Andre Johnson was an absolute machine, a little bit bigger than George Pickens, but otherwise, uh, that's kind of who uh, Mr. Pickens reminds me. I like the comp. I like the comp. And Jacoby Myers, I respect the pick. He looked good uh, on Monday, so that's that's fantastic. Uh, I'm going DJ Moore, just as more for a hopeful for my team because I have him in a, a high leverage matchup. But uh, outside the top 35, he did well last week with PJ Walker. Uh, now he faces the Atlanta uh, defense that Joe Burrow carved up for a whole lot of yards. I'm not saying PJ Walker is going to be Joe Burrow. I'm just saying that if PJ Walker can be half of what Joe Burrow was, some of that should go to DJ Moore. And I think DJ Moore, you can start with confidence against the Atlanta defense. Uh, so yeah, that's that's just me manifesting that into reality uh, to make happen. Tyler, why don't you start us off on tight ends before we end the show here? Yeah, so I'm first to say my tight end, but uh, I missed uh, on my actual start, which is Andy's. Uh, but I'm going to go with Irv Smith. I like Irv Smith this week. Uh, just as an athletic dude to get in the end zone, feels like he's due. Uh, Irv Smith, dig Sweet. it. I'll just rock and roll with my next one, Andy, which is the one and only George Kittle. George is sitting out there at TE14. He looks fantastic this last week. And one thing that I've kind of realized about tight ends over the years is you very rarely have great tight ends who are in bad offenses, almost never happens that way. Uh, they're guys who you can normally scheme away on a defense. Just if you bracket a tight end, um, it's just really hard to force feed him unless your name is Patrick Mahomes. Um, and so adding more talent in San Francisco, I actually think elevates George Pickens where it hurts someone like a Debo Samuel or Brandon Ayuk. I think it'll mean that there's more room for George over the middle to do his thing. And uh, I think George Pickens, or George Pickens, George Kittle, uh, is going to be fantastic uh, this this week and moving forward throughout the end of the year. Andy, that is- I would also like to take the number one overall tight end from last week and put him in my slot. So, yeah, I mean, why not, right? Right. I mean, George Kittle has been wild great last week, uh, inconsistent at best. But um, yeah, I just uh, George Pickens on the brain. Ben just wants everything George to be George Pickens related. So I really do. Sorry about that, folks. George Kittle, if you can play George Pickens at tight end in your uh, in your league somehow, invite me to that league because I want to. I want a part of it. Uh, I'm gonna go less extravagant. I'll go with Mike Gesicki. Uh, I know that he let a lot of you down last week, uh, myself included, uh, only catching three balls, but he did have seven targets. Uh, I assume that will continue. He seems like he's going to be involved in the game plan. Uh, Faces a real not great team in the Detroit Lions, so he should be part of the passing offense. And no reason why he's not going to possibly find himself in the end zone at some point. Uh, And with tight end being as thin as it is, Mike Kosicki is a great play. That's going to do it for our sneaky starts. Does anyone have anything fun they want to share before tonight's game? Ben or Tyler, jump on in. Andy, I want to know how many of Mike Kosicki's seven targets were the dropped interceptions that two or three. I believe it was actually two of them. I think they really? dropped like oh, three. Yeah. 
Well, cause he's staring directly at him. Like two is just like, I'm going to throw to this big dude right now. And yeah, we'll just jump in front of the ball. Why not? Um, yeah, no, Mike Kosicki still start him. Uh, you got to deal with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So start Mike Kosicki. Tyler, anything fun to add before we jump off the air? Yeah, uh, Ben, I'm still offering George Pickens for that 101. So we talked about Beautiful, baby. Let's talk, uh, let's talk week 27 next year. All right, week 27. You got it. Love it. That's going to do it for us. Join us tomorrow as we sift through the uh, sad tight end dynasty landscape. It's going to be an interesting slog to see who belongs where. Uh, find out who Tyler ranked as his dynasty tight end one. So we'll catch you guys tomorrow. Go Bucks, go!